Well, hello again. Last time, our crew got up to some regular shenanigans. Millie investigated the top of the magical escalator, and Pippo continued to chase after the thieves. Crefton finally learned some more about the figure he found in the West Tunnel. Actually, I think he was right about to have a conversation with his new friend. The Keys to the Universe, a Dubious Histories podcast. Season 1, The Stopwatch Arc. Episode 9, Crefton is very gruff. Are just here. <laughs> what? Oh, because <laughs> Grafton is very gruff. All right. <laughs> I, that seems honestly like something more intimidating than what we had before. So roll your intimidation check. <laughs> to be fair, this is another skill that Grafton is not good at. <laughs> oh, oh, we know. <laughs> oh no, he's rabbit. Rabbit, rabbit, chipmunk, stomp. <laughs> Grafton is very much not good at this. Oh no. That one. That one. <laughs> Alright. Um, there it is. So with the Nat one, what I'm gonna do is this guy did ready in action. And so I think I'm gonna let him take his ready to action. Um, so I'm gonna roll a standard attack against you. Um we'll see how it goes. So, he comes around, he's got his hammer, he goes, uh, who are you and what are you doing down here? And you go, <laughs> and he goes, nope, crunch. <laughs> However, he does have natural. the bags in his left hand, so I'm going to give him this advantage. Well, that ain't natural. Defense face. So you roll a reflex save. Yeah, D12. D12. It's gotta be greater than six and you'll dodge or block all damage. Otherwise, you reduce. It's only a five. Okay, so you don't you have re- a higher reflex? My reflex is normal range. You reduce by five. Um. Well, it's, you reduce by your AC plus applicable modifier. Oh, so he'd be... No, no, so it's less than six, reduce damage by whatever your AC is, and if you have light armor, you reduce additionally by your dexterity modifier. Do you have armor? It would, be, it would be your right yeah. foot. Okay. If you don't have armor, you can choose to use dexterity. I have light armor and my dexterity is normal range, so... Okay, okay so kiss your armor. Uh, okay, so he clunks you for 12. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, hmm. Grefton, are you okay? I'm not saying intimidation was a uh, gutsy move there. <laughs> Let's see, I'm gonna More say... like surprise, but yes. 
I'm actually going to adjust that because he is using... I already gave him disadvantage on his attack, but I'm going to make his damage less also. Um, because he's using a two-handed weapon with just one hand at this point. Oh, yeah. um, so I'm going to have that do half damage instead, um, so six. And then still minus one yeah. for... Well, correct, yeah, sir. whatever your armor would be is going to come off the six instead of off the twelve. So five damage, so I... Uh... He's also weirded out. What happens to the fireball? Uh, Technically, have one turn left on the fireball. Right. I said a physical action, so I'm going to say that speaking, like, so the idea was awareness oh. checks, I guess charisma checks seem also like it makes sense that you could speak while maintaining that fireball, um, but if you're going to take a physical action, mm, that strength check probably should have counted as diffusing your fireball. Um, so we'll just say, you, well, have then one, it's... you have one round left? I mean, if we, yes, I'm, I have one round. Let's just let it go the one more round. Um, and I think, feel like, we'll just let it ride where it's at. That's fine. That, makes, uh, that seems like that makes the most sense. Well, Grafton has movement left oh, now at this point, keep right? Going. Yes. So he will it was my turn. extinguish the fireball on purpose, sure. hoping that those Minotaur does not have some sort of dark vision, okay. uh, and then try to run away. <laughs> brave, brave Sir Robin. Okay. Um, well... Griffin will extinguish the fireball, but he's going to come the rest of the way down the ladder, and then, yeah, I guess I'll try and run past the past the Minotaur. But he only wants to go, I think he'll only be able to get roughly to the top of the escalator anyway, so he wants to get roughly to the top of the escalator. Okay. So... Normally, if you'd be trying to move past a person, they'd get an attack of opportunity to pass. Correct. Yep. Um, so, we're going to do that. Attack of opportunity, is that just a regular attack swing? You still roll for hit, right? So, my small size ability says attacks of opportunity require a reflex check. Ah, excellent. Um, my what? Attack of opportunity delivers an auto hit standard attack. I'm not sure. Excluding the five That's part of step. my racial attribute of small size. Oh, right. sorry, racial attribute. Okay. Yep. Part yeah, of my racial attribute of small, small size. Small size. Got it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Attacks of opportunity require a reflex check, and if no action was taken on the previous turn, which there was, then all attacks require a reflex versus speed contest. Did we? That's how it's phrased right now. Did we determine what the reflex check was? Because if not, we'll probably just do a reflex versus speed contest, like the second part of that rule. Uh, it doesn't specifically say. Okay, so know. let's just do that then. Okay. So, D20? Yeah. Man. I got a 5. Okay. He got an 11. Um, so he's going to get another... So it just does the standard damage, like you said? Yeah, so he just does standard okay. attack. Um, so we do 5 damage. Minus whatever armor. So 4. Um, okay, um, and then you get to, so you're to the top of the escalator? Yep. Okay. Um, so that takes it to Millie's turn. Okay, I am currently underwater, <clears throat> so I'm going to keep going. Um, as I'm swimming up, I see the bags above my head, 
and I swim towards them. Or wait, no, I have to roll for that. I, think I am fine. assuming that I see the bags above my head. You didn't get dark any vision. extra um, like movement past it, um, so I think it's fair to just say that like you just get past the grates, you come up, they're like around, you have dark vision. I think that all that is fine to say that you're aware of what those. That's all are. my movement, right? That's it. Movement and action there. Uh, I don't think you. Because you need to move 30 to get up 15 feet, and that's your full movement. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yes, you're up to the top of the water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Slowly but surely. Cool. Tippo? All right. Full clarity. We have not heard any rumbling, crashing, gnashing, etc. as we uh, normally do. This is what round? Seven. Um... You have not yet. Brilliant. All right. So, I will full movement. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five. Because I need a diagonal step. Great. Um, and that means they should be up here all scurrying into the uh, door, I believe. You actually don't see anyone who's come around the corner. Oh, they did not hit the lever because I startled them into running and leaving the bags behind. Great. Okay, great. Uh, that's the Minotaur's turn. Um, Minotaur. You extinguished your fireball, yeah? I extinguished it before I ran past him, actually. Okay, that, that's what I was thinking. I just want to make sure um, that I still have that right. Um, so he's going to... He saw that you ran past. Um, he's going to... Come back down that hallway. Um, so we're gonna put you both. I think it makes sense since you have small size to actually have you both occupy the same square. Um, but I'm gonna have him roll an awareness check with disadvantage. Actually, it's totally dark up here. So let me see. It's thirty feet. Um, that was. Yeah, I'm not going to argue it now, but that was part of the reason I extinguished my light before attempting to run past him, is because I was hoping that that would cause him to have difficulty attacking me at all. Um, he does not attack you this turn. Uh, thieves. At this point, um, Pippo, you see... Does Pippo remember like who he saw before? Yes, you remember seeing uh, a cleric bird, Danny, a teen human, and Garner, codename, fish lady. Okay. Um, then you see Danny um, kind of peek his head out the doorway. Um, I'm going to have him roll. Let the record show. Pippo is doing a cheesy wave. I mean, when you say I see him, yeah, you can see what, him what, without what, him I seeing mean, you. Okay, That's so Isaac has picked up his dice in a questioning manner. I'm not even sure what you're asking. You can roll for. Well, you asked if I'm aware, or you say I'm not aware of something. Or no, he's no, not he's not aware oh, of you. Oh, okay, disregard. He peeked his head out, um, looked down the hallway. You did a cheesy wave, but I believe I thought you meant he isn't Pippo. It's, I understand now. It's low light, so he's not aware. Yeah, he's not aware of you. Um, Very stealthy. 
Yep, that's the thief's turn. Grafton, back to you. <laughs> Grafton wants Bing. to... I guess, should I make an awareness check? I want to know, like, would Grafton be aware that the Minotaur is very I, close to him? I think it's him? fair to say that you know that he is, like, up on you. Okay. <laughs> um, Grafton Sweet. wants to use his ensnare ability, then. Okay. What does his ensnare ability do? Uh... A vine grows following the path traveled and spreads arms to capture a target. So Griffin is sort of near the wall and wants to scurry over to the Minotaur and up his leg in a spiral fashion. I don't think it's fair to say that you know where That's, the Minotaur yeah. is. That's fair. Um, because you also are in a dark chamber without yes. low light vision. Um, so you know that he's close and around in the general vicinity because you heard him come up, but I think you probably don't know exactly where he stopped or whatever. Then I think what makes more sense is Grefton wants to... You guys are basically just fighting in the dark at this point, and now you've both moved. Yes. Um, so that's an interesting situation. Make his eyes light up. So Grefton will do... I, that's part of the reason why I was asking like how, how aware is Grefton of what, how close this Minotaur is. Um... Grafton's going to use what his original plan was then, and he wants to grow a hedge right at the top of this uh, escalator. Okay. Every time anytime the Minotaur tries to come down said escalator, he's going to have to go through a hedge that will ensnare him okay. automatically. Cool. Um, okay. I think you just do it, right? Uh, yeah. So what does it sound like when this hedge grows? Because at, right, at this point, right, the scene is total black. We're just hearing, like, clang, squeak, clang, stomp, 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 squeak, squeak, or squeak, squeak. I mean, case, maybe. I, I have to default to, like, standard video game rapid organic growth sounds. So, like... Ooh, that was good. That was I pretty like good. That, yeah. I like that. Well, what um, does that sound like on the magic escalator? Oh dear. Is <laughs> it? Eats it? It's faster and faster because the escalator's taking it away. I mean, the escalator is bringing it up to the top. So. That means you're going to get twice as much shrubbery. <laughs> shrubbery! Shrubbery! Hedgery, sorry. Um. Hedgery, hedgery, dude. Okay. Uh, which side of the hedge are you on? I. The oh, escalator okay. side or the. Top platform side. I am definitely on the escalators. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's kind of what you know happens. Um, so you still have movement left, I believe. Um, I should probably roll for how big that hedge is, though. Oh, yeah, do that. Well. 20. <laughs> you said you're using your ensnare ability, not your... No, I'm using... I was going to use ensnare if I knew where he was. Okay. Oh, so you're just growing Yeah, okay. like, ensnare okay. is more targeted. Growing a hedge is sort of an AoE type right. deal. That so makes sense. I'm growing the hedge because I don't know exactly where he is, but I want the hedge to yeah. occupy that space and as much of the escalator as I can so that he has to fight his way through it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, roll for height. So, 
10 on the die plus my nature proficiency is 12 plus my arcane mod is 15. Divide that by two, so seven and a half feet tall. Okay. Am I doing that right? Yeah. Is it two for nature yeah, or is it two for nature and two for major? No, no, no. So magic is only major minor. You don't get additional. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was right. Only one or two. I thought I had made sure I put that in there correctly, but I wanted to double check. Yeah, okay. So you got a big old leafy hedgy leaf hedge. <laughs> and Drefton has well, moved. <laughs> a word picture by Alex I think uh, I think Grafton has enough movement that he could be up the bottom of the escalator okay. with that. You also, with your natural climbing ability, wouldn't be impeded by the escalator movement. Um, because you True. could just go along the wall or whatever. Yes, but if I want the hedge to grow along the escalator, I have to take the escalator down. Because it follows where I move. Or it grows behind Oh, so you're doing the entire length. I am doing the, the entire length of the escalator. I thought you were just doing like, the top <laughs> of the escalator. Nope. I am doing the entire length uh, of the escalator. Okay. That's exciting. <laughs> and I'm assuming, I mean, it's kind of weird because I don't usually do this, but I'm assuming you're going to be serpentine so that you don't just have like line of hedge down the middle of the escalator. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I'm not all the way down the escalator. I think you have 40 minutes. <laughs> so that would take a, uh, No, you have... Not with doing an action. You have... So 25. 25. 25 without... With, or 26 with an action, but 25. I think I'm okay with you saying you get, like, just to the bottom of the escalator, and that's where you're at. Okay. Um, <laughs> this escalator business is just <laughs> amazing and ridiculous. <laughs> Hey, friendos, I'm Alex, and this is DHHQ, the part of the show where I take suggestions for acapella iterations of your favorite Saturday morning cartoon theme songs. Wait, no, this is the part where I come out and tell you stuff. Thanks again for listening. It's so awesome to see that we have listeners, and all of us so, so appreciate you taking the time to listen to our show. We're glad that you're enjoying it thus far. I will say we're into recording season two, and oh boy, do we just get better and better. Isaac GMs that one and is doing a killer job. Was that foreshadowing? Who knows? You'll just have to listen and find out. Also, the character dynamics are excellent, and we even dig farther into Grefton's backstory. It has been so much fun. A huge shout-out to all of you who have shared our podcast with a friend. You, real MVP. I'm running out of friends to share it with, so thanks for being a part of this with us. We really appreciate it. This week on Rules, 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 we're talking about advantage and disadvantage. Advantage and disadvantage are basically the same mechanic, and they come out of the D&D playbook. Normally when we do a check, the player has 1d20 rolled to try to beat the number that the GM has in mind. However, there are certain circumstances when the character would have additional factors working for or against them, and for this we would say that they either have advantage or disadvantage. If a character has advantage, they get to roll the d20 twice and take the better result, and if they have disadvantage, they do the opposite, rolling twice and taking the worse result. One of the easiest ways to conceptualize this is to think about a bridge being out across a stream that a character wants to jump across. Under normal circumstances, they would roll 1d20 and deal with the results. But if a strong wind was at the character's back, they would get advantage because that wind is helping them jump across. Conversely, if the wind is in their face, it's going to be harder to jump across, so they would get disadvantage. Often, players can help each other out and give advantage on a roll, and enemies can create conditions that would cause disadvantage. 
There's some math to that, but that's a lot more complicated than I think most people are interested in. But if that's your jam, you should do the Google. Also, don't forget to check us out on social media or Patreon under Dubious Histories Podcasts. And that's all I've got today. So now back to the show. Okay. Uh, Millie. Since I am now at the top of the water, I'm going to start collecting the bags since I've seen that I can hear Pippo's voice echoing off the tunnels further ahead. So I'm going to go ahead and grab the bags. Okay. Voice. Oh, I thought you. I thought you were talking. No, he waved. You waved. But then I realized that he had no idea where I was. So Never mind. Waving in the dark. Well, you're not quiet. I can hear you further up the tunnel. That's probably true. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's probably I just fair. Imagine it very echoey. Yeah, I think it's like. It's also like the water is splashing around. Oh, that's Anyways. True. I think well, since I am you, grabbing I think the bags. Since you know Pippo's there, you can probably like kind of track where he's gone. He notices I'm uh, not there. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to That's figure true. out like how this works because like if you can hear him, then probably the thieves can also hear him. I mean, more than anything, but I think because you already know like aware of where he's at, it's probably a little bit easier for you to like kind of be like, okay, he moved into that hallway, whatever, versus them just being like. There's some splashing coming behind us. What is that? What's the deal there? So I think that that's... I had to think out loud, but I think that that all makes sense. Um, okay, so you grab the bags. I'm going to have you make a... D6 roll. With any modifiers? No, just the yeah. D6. Six. Okay, um, there are 12 bags that Whoa. have been dropped. Okay, I thought this was like three here. <laughs> well, that was kind of the thought, but then you rolled a six on your D6, so now it's a lot more bags. Um, so a solid majority of the bags that were being held, um, including uh, Maria's bag, um, so you, hey, Isaac, finally. know that you were not, not all of the bags were dropped, or I guess Pippo's aware that not all of the bags were dropped. Um, Millie, I don't think we ever had you make that awareness check, so I'm going to have you do that now. Ten. And I have a... You have dark vision. I think with the ten, I think you're also aware that not all of the bags were dropped. Okay. Um, I figured Pippo was in my way, so I'll just, I can also assume that this is all the bags and he's just going after the people. I think, way. no, I think with, like, just your standard, it, like, awareness, you could kind of see, like, they're Numbers still, wise, they're still holding some stuff. Okay. Yeah. And what you've seen from, yeah, them moving before or whatever. And Good the thing I have through. high strength. Um, yeah, so, um... 12 bags, one of which is Maria's bag, which is the one that you guys were, I guess, commissioned so to go after. So I can after. tell which one is Maria's bag? Um, yeah, it looks, like it looks just like your bag. Perfect, I go for it first. Okay. So that was the whole what point. happens. Um, so I pop up on the surface, and I'm looking around, and it's overwhelming because I didn't realize there were this many bags on the surface. They're on the surface, right? They're floating? Yeah. Okay. And then I spot the one that I'm looking for, and I start heading towards it. And if there are any bags in between me and it, I grab them too. Okay. But that's my first goal. Okay. What do you do when you get to the bag? I It's got a strap on it. 
I'm thinking like messenger bag. That's what I've got in my head. So okay. I fling it's the strap. It's whatever your bag would look like. Yep, messenger bag. So I'm flinging the strap over my head, like halfway over me, and then swimming to try and get the other bags. Okay. Just so at this point, you're just grabbing bags. I'm just grabbing bags. Okay, I'm not opening anything. I'm just grabbing bags as fast as I can. Okay. Um, and then getting to the side. Did you use your movement already to get to the top? No, that was last turn. Okay, so this time you were already at the top and you're just grabbing already bags. Already at the top. Okay. I was just continuing the motion to tell the story and paint a word picture. I like it. Thanks. Um, are you... <laughs> So you can use an action to get out of the water, or you can attempt to get out of the water on just a regular strength check as part of your movement. So but do you... I have all the bags? Yeah. Okay. I just get out of the water. With your action. Okay. Um, so you... I think you can come down this hallway a little bit if you want to, okay. or if you're just going to try to like settle on the side and then do something from there, you can do that too. Um, I'm going to get out and kind of take stock of all the bags that I did gather. Not open them, but just see how many I ended up with. And, okay. Um, I'm going to set the other bags down, but keep Maria's on me, because that was the important one. Okay. Kind of put them in a pile off to the side, maybe... Slightly less conspicuous. Okay. Uh, you. This is where you're at. You've got a okay. grate with a door. Yeah. And the walkway on that side. You've also got a walkway on the other side that has no door. Okay. Um, so you're in a 10-foot across chamber. I guess I'm assuming that the there middle. is no one else in this tunnel system because I don't know about the mitotaur. Right. So... I'm going to leave all of them in a pile except for Maria's because that was what we were sent after sure. and keep that one with me and okay. then we can come back for the others. Okay. I was just trying to say like less conspicuous. There's not an option there's, for that. There's not a ton of that. I kind of figured, but if there was like, spot, you know, we're in a tunnel um, and is, maybe there's a small pile of rubble that I can set them behind. There is a like side tunnel coming up that you haven't got to yet. Okay. I didn't put this on the map because nobody has wanted to use it. I might peek at it. Next um, turn. Uh, you would know from your previous run through, it's just like a five foot tube that goes back, or a ten foot tube, it's five foot diameter, um, like tunnel that goes back that has more water inlets kind of pouring into it to, to fill it. Um, so that's kind of what is the situation there. Um, so you kind of know where that is already um, if you want to use that to your advantage. That's going to be your most inconspicuous gonna be your most inconspicuous spot. If you're okay, really in that case, I keep the bags on me and start heading towards that tunnel. Okay. Um, I think you can make it towards the opening of that tunnel. You're kind of right at the corner there. Um, okay. Uh, Pitho, that makes it your turn. Oh, thank you then. Five. Ten. I make my movements. You moved, so since this is an auditory media... Did you do? I continued down the path 25 feet up the stairs to the top of the waterfall, 10 feet from the door that they have gone into, cool. which is essentially directly across from the lever from previous episodes. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, I think with the Minotaur, we just hear like 
As he's like trying to like go down the stairs and like keeps getting like <laughs> rammed into this head and he's like freaking chipmunks with fireballs, plants, what leaves? I don't even know what this is. Uh, he seems nice. He seems so nice. you also hear some like for reference interaction with the hedge while it is growing results in being grappled into the wall space and movement is happening of going through the hedge. Um, yes. Any checks made against the hedge are made against my initial roll. Right. Um, you probably also hear some like, ah, screw these stupid bags, and then like the sound of hammer hitting stone and wood and leaf bits. Um, okay, that's Minotaur's turn. Thieves, uh, I guess you'd be able to see into that room now. Um, make an awareness check. Let's see what you can hear from them. Gladly. Nothing. That's an impressive roll on a dice that doesn't have a zero. Uh, yes, this is an effectively one. Okay. Um, then I guess they're being pretty quiet in there. Um, yep. That makes it Grefton your turn. Okay. Uh, Grefton wants to try and take advantage of this escalator situation. Okay. Oh, no. Um, I'm intrigued. <laughs> he wants to try to grow right at the base of the escalator so that it then travels up towards the Minotaur. He wants to try to grow a black locust tree. Okay, what's a black locust tree? So I looked it up because I was curious as well. A black locust is lo, black locust is native to North America, and it is the only naturally occurring tree that has poisonous thorns. Oh gosh! <laughs> locust. <laughs> so, growing a tree that has poisonous thorns. Or that sounds to. horrible. <laughs> it really does. It, really <laughs> it looks pleasant. I want to see it. Looks like a tree, mostly. Alright, uh, roll your d20 check. Okay. And you'll add nature proficiency. And arcane mod, presumably. Yeah. Ooh, that gets flowers. So. A beautiful, thorny, poisonous tree. It's a 15 total. Okay. Um, I think yeah, roll a standard there. attack roll. Uh, just damage. Just D4. Whatever your standard just magic damage would be. I guess that would be just a D4. I don't... Does that sound right? I don't think I have that recorded anywhere. Yeah. Um... It's on the quick weapons. Oh, I should. Standard magic? Yeah, I think it would just be like a single target magic. Uh, proficiency. Do, 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 do. Single target D8. On tier 1, D8? Yep. Okay. For single target. Oh, sorry. That would be pure magic. Single target D6 for elemental. Okay, D6. 
And then what do I add to this? Nothing. You'll add your arcane proficient or your arcane mod and your nature magic proficiency. And as only single target is higher. The others are equal or lower to start and then Sure. Okay. So five on the D six okay. plus major is seven plus arcane would be ten. Okay. So ten damage. Um, he's grumbly about that. <laughs> Not a happy minotaur. He's probably just hungry. Or he needs a nap. Gotta go through your basic needs. Snacking you feel a nap. safe. No? Are you hungry? Yes. Do you need a nap? Yes. <laughs> He's having a bad day. Snacking a nap. Um, okay. Uh, Grifton, would you like to move? What is the... I mean, I guess I wouldn't necessarily be able to see this, but what is the hedge situation with the Minotaur? Like, Dark. the hedge would still be Dark. there. Brilliant. It's not like it just disappears. Right. It's dark up there. It's dark up there. Yeah. Um, Grafton will move, let's say, I'll say he'll move 15 feet down the hallway. So back towards the north. Okay. Okay, uh, Millie, it is your turn. Alright, so I have all the bags, I'm moving down the hallway, I'm gonna go up that little hallway. Okay. Um, so you're finding kind of a hidey hole there. That's off the goal. The side. All the way up? Yeah. If I'm, 20. If I'm able. Yep. Yeah. I think you still like to take an action with that also. There's nothing up there at all? Um, there's some water kind of just a little bit pooling in the bottom, flowing out, but there's nothing in here. There's a pipe that leads to the right. There's a small pipe that leads forward that waters the middle. Okay, I'm gonna set all the bag down, all the bags down except for Maria's, and kind of put them in the corner. Okay. I think it was your full movement to get all the way in there. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, but you 20. were looking at me like you wanted well, something else. You didn't so. take... I'm gonna let you drop stuff as a free action. Okay. Um, so if you want to move halfway down the stairs, I think you're back to the opening of that ten foot. Cool. Um, Pippo, your turn. All right. He is no longer at the door, right? He peeked out left? Yeah. Okay. He peeked from your, looking at it, your left side. Okay. So, and there is no walkway up in this area, so I'll have to swim. So, I have to do... Am I going to have to my full movement to get across? You might, Rabbit, you might. It's technically 10 feet across, right? Yes. So I can do... Oh, I'm getting out as an action. Yeah, it'll be 5. You'd have another 5 feet of movement somewhere. Well, no, because I can do 25 without action. Right, but you can do 16, so it's 10 across. I have to swim. So 20 feet. Well, it's five feet of water. Oh, okay. Then, so yeah, okay. 10 cool. Um, so, can I do 15? Actually, 
Yeah, if I'm here, I'm like fully in the doorway, and that's gonna be visible based on how much light's coming out. Yeah. Okay. So I'll do five across, or ten across, and then can I? If I just peek around the corner without it's... searching, can I just like what do I see real quick, and then decide if I want to continue movement? Um. Yes, I will let you know. Like torches in there, well lit, illuminated. Okay. I don't know if you remember from last time, but we said they had kind of like established a sort of more or less like pause mini base area right. here. Um, so it's pretty well illuminated. So if there's anyone watching the door when you peek around, like <laughs> my peeking to yeah, illustrate, this is the wall. Vertical arm here. Pippo goes up to like where his shoulder is like behind the wall. And then just like full 90 degree bend, you know, hip and head, you go to see what he can see real quick and then zips back up. Upright. Okay. Because like, he's like, last time there was something here. So he goes, <laughs> Okay, so. Video wise, this would be like. Pippo sticks his head out into the opening. Eyes go wide, and then we cut scene. Yep, I like that. <laughs> Next time on. Yeah, so we've got just a real quick snapshot. I think this is an excellent, like, ending moment, right? Because we have, um, in initiative order, as per the way to do it, we have... Grushin scurrying down the hallway, behind him the sounds of a minotaur getting destroyed by branches and leaves and hedges and a black locust tree. Um, probably, I don't know, how does, like, what does Grushin, like, what's his mind frame of, to himself he thinks? Grushin was hopeful that the escalator could be used as a continuing conveyance of attacking plant-based weapons at the Minotaur to both protect himself while dealing damage, but was concerned that the Minotaur could swing a giant hammer to make his way down the escalator at some point and chose to beat a retreat, planning to still attempt to do damage it along the way. So he's pretty satisfied that his plan has gone off successfully. Well, so he far. hopes. He's also really worried about taking any more damage <laughs> okay. himself. A little skeptical. <laughs> All right. Uh, Let's assume this <laughs> having... I think the camera kind of shows Millie's character and face, but over her shoulder you can see the bags that she's just stashed at the end of this tunnel. No, you see her um, standing at the end of the corridor, kind of sticking her head around it, about to run out with... Maria's bag over yeah, her shoulder. Maria's bag draped over her shoulder, and the other one's stashed okay. safely behind. Yep. You're really reinforcing dwarven stereotypes. Just saying. Hoarding? Hoarding all of the things <laughs> in a tunnel. Underground. <laughs> uh, and then we see Pippo, bend on the waist, turn sideways. Oh, I thought you were going to say bend and snap. <laughs> Pretty much, actually. <laughs> As he sees what's inside of the thieves' hideout. This has been Keys to the Universe, a Dubious Histories podcast.